Michigan had a road game against the Maryland Terrapins on Saturday afternoon, a game in which some deemed a trap game because of the game next week against the Ohio State Buckeyes, but there was no trap game today. The Wolverines showed up to the stadium ready to go, ready to play, ready to battle, and that's a reflection of the final score in this one against Maryland, a final of 59-18, to a game that was never in doubt, a Maryland team that never stood a chance. They were 5-5 five and five heading into this one, and now they've lost six of their last seven. Mostly good things to say about the Michigan team today, especially on the offensive side of the ball. A day in which Cade McNamara played well, Hassan Haskins, he showed that he can continue to pick up the hard yards, the third and twos, fourth and twos. You can rely on him nine times out of ten. A lot of contributors in the passing game today, most notably Donovan Edwards, true freshman running back Donovan Edwards, Blake Horam, who has been one of the lean rushers in all of college football this season. He's been on the shelf a couple weeks now. And Edwards, he really answered the bell in the passing game for Michigan. Ten receptions, 170 yards. That's a record for a Michigan running back for receiving yards. So a historic day for an historic program. And it just makes me wonder if Edwards... Next week, when they do take on the Buckeyes at Michigan Stadium, has he carved himself out a role, a role in which Corum, as great as he's been this year, has been a bit inconsistent catching the football. Edwards did not look inconsistent catching the football at all, and he hauled in balls from J.J. McCarthy and McNamara. The biggest catch of Edwards' day was a pass by McNamara, one in which Edwards was wide open, but McNamara hit him with good arc on the ball, right in stride, and Edwards did the rest. Very good speed in the open field, and just a great game, a standout game, and one we may remember if Donovan Edwards turns out to be a fine Michigan running back. Now, Moving to the defensive side of the ball for Michigan, they played well overall. Uh, didn't get to Talia Tagovailoa a lot in this one. And Talia, uh, he didn't play well. He was under duress uh, early going of the game. He had a couple chances to hit a wide open receiver in the end zone. He failed on those, failed on a few others where some easy yardage to attain. And he just kind of panicked when he didn't need to panic at all, so that aided Michigan's defense. But when you win 59-18, to there's not a lot to gripe about, especially when 15 of those points that Michigan gave up out of the 18 were in the second half or in the third quarter when the lead was a substantial one. So a lot of this game felt like a scrimmage, quite honestly. It didn't feel like a major Big Ten game. That is also a reflection of the fans in the stands. Not a lot of fans in the stands at Maryland, and this has been a common occurrence. We would, uh, I think, all Big Ten fans or college football fans, if Maryland thinks they're in the big leagues in the Big Ten, would sure be nice to see more fans support that team. I mean, they were five and five heading into this one. Not a great record, but seems like it's been a good enough record for a good crowd in Maryland to see a really good Michigan team. So. That definitely was a head-scratching, but whatever, right? Let's focus on the X's and O's of the matter. And Cade McNamara, 21 of 28, 259 yards, two touchdowns. 
I liked McNamara's poise. It seemed like he had a bit of aggression today. He did well rolling out of the pocket when he was under duress, buying more time. This is something I wanted to see him do more in the past, and he definitely did it today on multiple occasions. Uh, McNamara wasn't all checkdowns today. Of course, he is going to play it safe more often than not. He does not throw many interceptions. Uh, his passing efficiency is very high and ranks among the highest in all of college football for a reason. But I did like a few throws McNamara made today in particular. Uh, definitely a nice one to Andrew Anthony. Uh, a one-handed grab Anthony had there. And there was a great throw he made to Roman Wilson. That should have been a touchdown, but there was a chop block on the play, and that one went back. Conversely, in the red zone, McNamara did dodge a bullet. He, his, his game wasn't perfect, and uh, definitely some film to look at and improve upon. Uh, threw an interception in the end zone, but that was called back as well because of a defensive holding on Maryland. So got lucky there and got lucky on a few occasions. McNamara, it's been a trend this season in which he has thrown the ball into the helmets of his Michigan offensive linemen or into the hands, tip balls of uh, def defensive uh, linemen. And that happened again today on a few times, a few occasions. And Jim Harbaugh, Big Ten Network, reported that he went up to McNamara and said, hey, Kay, you keep throwing sidearm. you got to throw it over the top. And then uh, J.J. McCarthy actually came in the next drive for a couple plays, and then McNamara came back in. So that is something, especially everything now is about Ohio State, beating Ohio State. The Buckeyes, of course, they won today over Michigan State 56-7. The offense was firing at all cylinders. Quarterback C.J. Stroud threw six touchdown passes in the first freaking half. One of the best first halves you'll ever see, not just this year, just period, ever. So that's what they're dealing with next week, the Michigan Wolverines. They're dealing with those Buckeyes, and just there's really no margin for error, and nobody knows that more than Jim Harbaugh. Nobody knows that more than Cade McNamara. So overall, I was very pleased with McNamara's performance. I would put this up among his better starts this season, but still, some things to clean up. J.J. McCarthy, he has been one of the best freshman players, not just quarterback, one of the best freshman players in all of college football this season. Pro Football Focus ranks him in the top five, and that's a reflection of how good McCarthy's been. And he continues to produce when he's in the game. Not many blemishes this season, despite a rough day at Michigan State that wasn't entirely his fault. Did throw a touchdown in this, that game, too, that Kind of gets lost in the wayside in conversations, it seems. But today, against Maryland, McCarthy was 5 of 5 for 58 yards, one touchdown. The touchdown was another one in which you see McCarthy's aggression, his ability to take a shot, and it was a great shot to take. And Mike Samer still made one hell of a one-handed play. So definitely a game where the receivers really chipped in in abundance. 12 different guys caught balls today. Uh, Cornelius Johnson had four receptions. Dalen Baldwin had four receptions. As previously noted, Edwards had 10 receptions. A lot of guys got their hands on the football, and it was good to see McCarthy have some positive snaps where things went right instead of wrong. You know, anytime a quarterback's 5-5, five of five, that's, that's a good showing. And then McCarthy also added a touchdown run, a run on the goal line, a play in which there was a botched snap it was a low snap McCarthy handled it with ease cool calm and collected and then he ran to his right 
had to make contact to get in the end zone and uh, took a pretty good hit, but he hit the defender pretty good too, it looked like, and McCarthy got in there. So a couple touchdowns on the day for McCarthy, and McCarthy's been utilized in abundance this season, if you really think about it, uh, for a backup quarterback. And that's a trend that I wouldn't be surprised if it continued next week against Ohio State. Michigan needs answers. Uh, Fox Sports Analyst Joel Klatt said it a few weeks ago, and as complimentary as I'm being to Kay McNamara, and I'm going to continue to be a great leader, a good quarterback, a good college quarterback who has won a lot of games for Michigan. But if there's a series or two where McNamara is banged up or things just aren't going his way, he throws into a few too many helmets, it's good to see that McCarthy can at least be that change of pace guy who can throw everything a little off kilter, a relief pitcher, so to speak, who just throws bullets. And McCarthy certainly is that a gunslinger. So obviously highly interested to see how things pan out next week against the Buckeyes and how each quarterback will be utilized. How many shots will they allow McNamara to take down the field and how often will McCarthy see the field? So this is all exciting stuff, folks. I mean, we are going into November 27th with Michigan at 10 and one with Michigan with a chance, with a chance. And that's all anybody can ever ask in life, a chance to get to the big 10 title if they beat the Buckeyes if they beat the Buckeyes they win the Big Ten East so obviously a daunting task and nobody knows that more than those guys in the maze and blue uh, this game was a, a warm-up game a tune-up game whatever you want to call it a sparring session Michigan didn't come out of this one battered and bruised to my knowledge didn't seem like there were a lot of injuries on their sideline and that's what you want going into a game where you need all hands on deck. And then on top of that, hopefully the likes of Blake Corum and some other guys who have been banged up get more closer to 100% than they were this Saturday. But really, I think we've covered everything that happened today. And there, there was a lot that happened. There was a lot of scoring, 59 points and all. But uh this is kind of what happened, and I think this is kind of what most Michigan fans and college football pundits expected to happen, Michigan to roll. But one thing, one player we have to talk about is A.J. Henning, a player who, you know, this season, he has been electric at times as a punt returner or just, you know, get get this guy the ball, and he can make some things happen in the open space. But Henning's problem has been consistency holding on to that football. He's muffed a couple punts this year. He muffed one today, and he also fumbled a ball. And luckily, Michigan recovered both of these drop balls, these fumbles from Henning. Uh, but here's the key. The key is that Jay Harbaugh, special teams coordinator Jay Harbaugh, he, after these two miscues, he trusted Henning enough to draw up a trickery of a play Michael Barrett on a kickoff return threw the ball to Henning and Henning took it to the house Henning displayed his game-changing game-breaking speed and Harbaugh very happy on the sideline after the Michigan players all kind of gang tackled him once Henning got to the sideline and such enthusiasm so Henning is he's going to be a piece next week against Ohio State and his confidence needs to be higher than it was before those two fumbles. And Harbaugh, Jay, he allowed Henning a shot to 
right his wrongs, turn a bad day into a good day. And he's going to be on that plane ride home tonight, perhaps thinking about how he screwed up with the fumbles, but something to be proud about, something to build upon uh, heading into a game where they're going to need every last ounce of energy each player has and every yard Henning can give them. Moving ahead, as we have alluded to more than a handful of times already, but yeah, this game's over, folks. This is what happened, and it was good to see Michigan score 59 on the same day Ohio State scored 56. That's definitely a positive occurrence heading into the pivotal matchup, but the bottom line is it's time for Michigan to devote all their energy, aggression, film study on the Buckeyes, and of course that's been happening throughout the season, and the bottom line is no one thought Michigan would be 10-1 heading into this game. No one's going to give them a shot, though, either, right? No one's going to give them a shot to beat Ohio State. It's been a damn good year, but now it's time to prove everybody wrong next week because nobody's going to believe in you. you got to believe in yourself. So that's where we're at, and this is Trevor Woods from SB Nation's Maze and Brew. You can find all our podcasts on Spotify, iTunes, and pretty much wherever you subscribe to your podcasts. Be sure to leave us a review, a comment, concerns, or praise, whatever you'd like to do. You can follow me on Twitter, at Woods Football. You can follow us on Twitter, at Maze and Brew. And we'll be talking to you soon, previewing some more Ohio State at Michigan.